everybody. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Having Coffee with the King. And I'm joined by Pete Wilcox. Once again, every week I'll be joined by Pete Wilcox because it is Pete Wilcox, Coffee with the King. God bless you. You're very kind. We, I share my, my King coffee with you. This particular King is the King of Rock and Roll. That's a nice little title he has. He's not confused, and neither are we. His hey. King, as is mine, is Jesus. But... It's it's fun to have him in the mix. Well, I salute to you, brother. Absolutely. God bless you. There you go. There you go. So, Pete, how was your week since we spoke last? Well, um, actually, um, what one wonderful thing has more done for you? Want to talk show business for a minute? Sure. I had a lovely weekend. There are several, several wonderful Elvis tribute acts around the country. And, and I know some of them. Two of them happen to be very good friends of mine. It's Ted Torres Martin and another fellow named Dwight. Now, you got to be careful. Dwight Eisenhower. Not Eisenhower. Right. Eisenhower. Absolutely. And sure. he, they're both just wonderful guys. And I went to see him. And uh, we were talking backstage. And a friend of mine said, he's going to invite you up to do a song. I said, well, that would be very kind. Went back to see him. We hugged. He said, oh, I didn't know you were coming. I'm so glad you did. We, we could have, um, what would you like to do? And I said, how about my way? And he says, great. Second set, we'll do it. So we second set came around, and he gives me the most gracious, flattering introduction I've ever gotten. It touched my heart. A friend of mine that was there tonight said he thought I might have been crying or weeping a little. I wasn't. I was just so touched. And then I got up and I told some stories about Charlie Hodge and I told some sure. elder stories and, and I kind of put a premise to him. I said, I think we should get our friend Ted Torres and the three of us should do a show. I don't know what we could call it yesterday, today, forever. Uh, we Three Kings would be a cute title. Um, I love it. Yeah, that, love that, wouldn't that be cute? We Three Kings. That's beautiful, man. I love that. We Three Kings. Yeah, and, and we did my way together, and it, I did a verse, and he did. Well, actually, by mistake, I did all shook up, and that was great fun. But then uh, I did a verse, he did a verse, a bridge, and then it came to, um, there was a time, I, the word my comes up in a song, and I said us, and through him. What do you mean us? I said, because it's you and me. It's us. And he laughed, and we kept going. And then our last verse came together, and we were so impassioned and delighted to be there with each other at this time of our life. He was so kind. And he says, I used to watch you, Pete, when I was 10 years old. Did you I've want to smack him? <laughs> you since I was 10 years old. I said, oh, my God, you have no idea the treasure that puts in my heart. I said, I haven't been able to hang on to most of the goodies that came through my life, I was a little careless, and I also hit a time in life where I didn't work. I, I stayed home, stayed with mom, and, and I'm not complaining about a thing, because I have a few treasures, um, yeah. just little things. But my treasure is my life, my, my wife, and, and I'm going to honestly tell you, the highlight of my life at this point in time is our show. Beautiful. What we are doing, what we are trying to do, Angelo, together to reach out in the name Absolutely. of the Lord, that uh, I've never done anything on stage as important as this is. Nothing. It's very different for me. It's funny. My wife and I were having this conversation tonight about you. 
I said, you got to understand, Pete spent his whole life on a stage. And now he's uh, speaking into a computer to people watching on their computer. It's a different kind of thing. But in many ways, though, Pete, what we're doing, this is the new television. Yes, it is. It really is, because we've got, you know, I mean, if you want to compare what we do to Nielsen ratings, we're doing it like a 50 share. You know, if you want to compare what we're doing to Nielsen, this is like a 50 share. In other words, we're hitting a lot of people with this show on a computer. Imagine that. The, your computer now is your, in, in some people's cases, their main source of entertainment. It's their entertainment center. Right. You know, um, what's, it was what's in this also, house for a little while. What's also our, exciting about the church and, and our program and what we're up to, sure. there was a time to try to do what we were doing. We would have to have founders. We'd have to have backers. We'd have to have people that believed in our energy and then we'd have to build a building and we'd have to raise funds and make money and sell cakes and have dinners. All you and I have to do now with this blessing, flip a switch, turn it on, and we're able to reach out and get to the business as opposed to all the business, if you may, yeah. you know, if you will. Sure, and that's no, such a blessing. I'm so glad about that, 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 um, that we're not out there fundraising and, you know, we we got to buy some more properties, so now we can put a, a, a kid's school in, and then we got to build a gym for the church. No, that's not our mission or our journey. And all of those things are important. But there what are a blessing who for do us that. at our time in life, we have this tool to reach out. Sure. It's Absolutely. really cool. Very excited about it. Well, all there right. are you know, a number of people who have... Uh, you know, who have as their goal to build buildings and, you know, and, and affect the masses in that way. That's fine. There are, and, and they have their place and Absolutely. that's what they're supposed to do. And that's their calling. Uh, we are, we are not called to do that. We are called to minister right. to the masses in this humble way. Yes. You know, and, and, uh, and I, I don't want to, I know a lot of people, I don't want to belittle the energy and the effort of a church at all, because that's where most of your youth will be brought in and they will be taught the, 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 the desires, the sure. desires of God almighty, what he wants for us to have and what he's asking us to do. It's so funny. I want to say his laws, his rules, his commandments. Hang on, hang on. I don't know that it's all that oppressive. It's a loving share. When your dad said, right. Andrew, I want you to come home from school. Listen, baby, don't don't, don't play in the street. Stay in the sidewalk because we live on a dangerous street. Right. He didn't stick his finger in your face and say, thou shalt not walk in the street. You know, yeah. and, and I think that that is the way our Heavenly Father addressed us and continues to address us. Sure. I've never, of anybody that had a near-death experience, was in the presence of the Almighty or the voice of the Almighty, <clears throat> excuse me, as I read and hear about him, nobody's ever reported that they saw our father, but they report that they heard him. And it was a sure. loving voice. It was a loving tone. It was a love of Absolutely. comfort. And, and, and I believe that that is where he is. He doesn't have to shout at us and doesn't. He might raise his finger 
and 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 make you say, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, and I'm very grateful when he does that. He gets me out of trouble, and he might not even do it anymore. It might be the Holy Spirit that does that. Whoever's doing it, I thank them for it. You know. Yeah, I surely do. I saw something interesting today, Pete. Uh, it was a little, uh, a little slogan on Facebook. You know, they have these. They're called memes. Okay. I'm not quite sure what they are, but there there are plentiful. I will I will or, say that. Or, or what they means. Yeah, or what they means exactly. <laughs> uh, but this particular one said, um, "When pressed into the fire, don't panic. God will pull you out when it's time." But the point was that even in the midst of a fire, you're protected. Yes. And I, uh, and I, I thought that was simple. It was to the point. It was poignant. I wanted, to, I wanted to throw that by you and say, what do you think about that? Well, it's a lovely thought. And I think that um, there are examples, of course, in the Bible uh, I'm thinking of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who would not cave in to Nebuchadnezzar's uh, idol and sure. threw him in the fire and said, there, let him deal with that. And he looked and said, oh, my God, there's four people in there, and the fourth looks like the Son of God. Uh, I'm also reminded that there are turbulence, tragedies, conditions, and things that will happen in your life that you will not understand why and say, if there's a God, why did he let this happen? Yeah. Well, well, let us all say right from the beginning, we will not have those answers on this side. But we just yeah. have to know that we are covered. We are that he will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He loves us. Now, you might go down in such a condition, but that sure. doesn't mean that's the end of you. I mean, his wonderful 12, his, I was going to say his boys... Um, every one of them, but John died a horrible death. Yeah. And you know that God was with them right till the end. And you say, well, what, why did they have to suffer like that? I don't know. I wish they didn't. I truly wish they didn't. And sometimes I feel guilty in my life of what would certainly be considered comfort. And yet, my God, in terms of Beverly Hills, I live like, uh, I live, I live like the, the caretaker or the gardener, but I'm so happy in the blessings that I have, and I, I never cease thanking him, and I suggest that to our friends, look around you, just when you think it's tough, look around you and start counting the things that you know, oh my goodness, I have this, I have that. Right. And one of the other things, and it's, you gotta, I, I wanna watch out in our, in our, in our energy, in our outreach, Angelo, not to overhit the cliches because sometimes the cliches keep people away. Oh, you're going to say that stuff again. Well, well in some regard, that's true, but those cliches can also bring people in. It's a, it's a commonality that's inclusive in a lot of ways. And they, and, and they're there because they're real. They're cliches because you have to say them. Sometimes you just have to say, yeah, uh, we are blessed. Just, I guess it's not to be indulgent or self-righteous. I don't know exactly how to phrase it, but uh, I'm sure that our friends, and we'll have to address this too, by the way, our friends have to have a way to communicate with us. We don't do a live stream so that we can 
deliver our message, but we've also thought maybe once a month or once every two months, we'll mm -hmm. sit down and we'll say, hey, here's some of the things you guys have been talking about, and we are so happy to address them with you, and we're honored that you would care enough to send them. But Well, uh, Pete, why don't we invite people to do just that? You have uh, an, an email address. I believe it's uh, Pete Wilcox Show at if I'm right now, that Pete Wilcox show at gmail.com, right? No, hang on. Now that's, that's a website and I appreciate what you're doing. The website is if you want to go see my hocus pocus and my songs, my Elvis and all that, that's the Pete Wilcox show.com. Um, I, uh, and if we haven't got this set up yet, I think it might be better for us to set it up in connection with the show so sure. that our emails don't get flooded with mail Let's keep sure. them to where they come to the show. I, you're the technician, and I will lean upon you to find out how we do that. I will take care of that and consider it done. God bless you, because I, I do want to hear from our people and talk about the things that they would like to talk about. We'll discuss them. Maybe in the future we'll find a way. We'll maybe even have we'll, – we'll take a special day and have a one-hour, or we'll start with that, maybe a one-hour open forum and talk to sure. them. Let them know that, you know – that we want to hear them, and uh, but it's also sometimes if they ask us a question, say, "Oh my God, they got me with that one." Well, that gives us a chance to look it up and come up with something that will really help well, them. Well, I'll tell you what: if people want to ask a question, let me invite them now, since they're they're seeing this now on Thursday. That uh, you can call us here at the show, and uh, and you can leave a message and ask your question. You can call six zero nine. Three eight nine nine eight two nine. That's the phone number here at Coffee with the King. Having coffee with the King, I should say. Pete Wilcox having coffee with the King. It's six zero nine three eight nine nine eight two nine. If you have a question, ask your question on the recording, and we will certainly get to it. Absolutely. How about yeah, that? It, it does. It's and it it doesn't have to be in the question form. It might be something like, "Hey guys." Can we address this? Absolutely, we can address sure. this. We will be happy to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't want you to. And don't feel cornered or, or badgered. And feel included. because And we're doing this for you. Angelo and I would talk on the phone to each other when that's all we need. But we're, <laughs> we're talking this way to share something with our brothers and sisters who have thoughts and say, do I, am I the only one that thinks that way? And what is that thing? How does that line up with the scriptures? And uh, realizing or uh, agreeing together that the scriptures are guidance. Some of them we're going to figure out for ourselves, and some of them uh, he'll be looking over our shoulder as he is now with me, saying, you go ahead and work on that, and you get into trouble, don't worry, I'm right there, I'll nudge you, I'll, I'll help you through it, but go ahead and think on it. Where it, it where I don't know where it is, but work out your own salvation. Work out your life with God. Work out this 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 journey that we're on, and never ever hesitate to to pray when you're given a chance or the idea. I'm going to pray about that. Do it immediately. Do it immediately. This this last week, I'm going to bring up a name. Do you remember the name Johnny Hara? Absolutely. His son is a, a young, wonderful singer named Johnny Lovett, and he lives in Texas. We lost him two days ago. He had brain cancer. He had 
a, a, a severe bout and a fight that has been going on for several years. He was a gracious, loving, humble, wonderful, God-fearing kid. And I mm-hmm. feel so bad about losing him. But at the same time, I remember uh, praying with him. He was said, I, I, I just don't feel so good. I said, stop right now, Johnny. Heavenly yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to reach in with your loving hand and comfort my brother Johnny. Make him aware of your presence on earth as it is in heaven and, and, and heal my brother. And he just kind of went off. And I said, Johnny, whenever you get a chance, you do it. You pray. You do it now. Yeah. Um, and that happens when you, if you should run into somebody in the mall or you see some, maybe some kid crying or somebody fighting or fussing, don't hesitate to step in. Don't hesitate to, what's the matter? Are you okay? Can I help you? Uh, can I pray with you? Wait to see the expression on their face. Oh, but sure. at the same time. The appreciation is just unbelievable. Absolutely. And They'll look at you like you're from Mars, for sure. Yes. See? And, and say, no, we're not from Mars. We're from that other place. It's near Mars. It's just to the left of Mars. It's called heaven. And exactly. uh, Yeah, that's our home. That's where we're from, and that's where we're going, and we want you to come with us. But, Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I like I said, I it's very important to me to try to keep as much of me as I can, as close to Jesus as I can. But as I reach out, I it's so important to me not to sound self-righteous or that I know everything or right. I understand everything. No, 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 I don't. But I know that's where we need to be. And my heart tells me you need to be there too because he wants everyone. There's no one that he doesn't want. I don't care Absolutely. what you've done or who you are or what you did yesterday or what you did before this broadcast or what you do later on. He still wants you. Absolutely. So, yeah. So don't be embarrassed. No question about that. Never never been a, a debate. Not in my life. No. It's never been a debate. No. I, I put him on the side for quite some time, and that was a shortcoming, and I paid in uh, in well, sad let, way. Let me ask you a question about that, Pete. Let's go, uh, let's go back in, in time a little bit. Um, by your own admission, there was a time that you were, um, self-righteous, uppity, arrogant, cocky, to use your word. Um, did I say, and there were, yeah, you sure did. (laughs) I have it on tape. Um, and there were people that you hurt and you knew it at the time, but at the time hurting somebody was either a matter of necessity for you or made you feel better to put them down or perhaps um it was just in the heat of the moment you may have said something or done something to someone to hurt them um how has the love of jesus reconciled your past with your present um good question and also an interesting uh Kind of, not observation, but reporting and what I may have said. I must honestly say that in my industry and in my business, in my dealings with my fellow musicians and entertainers, mm-hmm. I don't think I have ever been anything but loving. I have been confused in my personal life and in some of my relationships. And uh, I have to honestly say 
not in my defense, but as I look back, uh, I don't identify with the character you described. Um, I, I, my mistake, my biggest mistake in life has been my, my pursuing love through sexuality. My downfall would have been okay. my, my sexual... Per, uh, Oh, Pete froze up. It would be St. Peter, who I was named after, and he was the impetuous one. He was a noisy one. He was probably, yep. you know, the, the noisy guy by the fire. Well, that probably would have been me. But uh, I don't compare myself to him because, but I'll tell you somebody who I do identify with a little bit, and that was David. David okay. was a man who had a sense of, of where he was going. And I've had that with my career, a sense of where I was going. But boy, did he get sidetracked by a beautiful woman named Bathsheba. Sure. She was taking a bath on, on a building next to his his castle. He saw her, fell, he fell in, in lust with her, not in love. You don't fall sure. in love with somebody. Love at first sight does not exist. That's a very romantic issue. No, loving is a condition that comes upon you as you exchange your spirituality with another person. And it grows into a, a loveliness. But uh, he chased that, that physicality. He even had her husband killed. He, in the battle, he asked, put him in the front line. And her husband was killed. Yeah. And he paid for that. He paid for dearly with his family. And, and he never, never got over that. He was always repenting, which meant he was trying to never do that again. He was trying sure. to be but he never stopped his adoration of God Almighty and reaching for him and writing his psalms and, and singing. So I, I say to everyone out there, I don't care what you've done. I don't, we're talking about a man who was guilty of murder, of uh, right. fornication, adultery. Um, uh, it's okay. Well, let, you know it's what? Okay. Let, let me stop you there for a second. I, I, that's an interesting point to segue into. Do you believe in regret or resentment? And what's the difference? And do you believe both of those can be translated into repentance? Regret? What was the other one? Resentment. Resentment. There are people, especially in show business, there, and I will tell you from a personal experience, there have been people in, in the entertainment business that I've resented, um, largely because of how they got to where they got. Um, and it wasn't through hard work and talent. You know, it was through who you know and what kind of connections you had. And, you know, it goes on in the entertainment business. So with regard to you, uh, how did you handle that part of you? Because I know you had to experience that. If you've been in, in show business for any length of time and you got 50 years in, you had to experience at least a, in part and parcel some of that. Absolutely. I've got a real powerful story. I think that I almost don't want to tell you, but all things are, will be brought forth. And if you have the courage, I think, to tell your stories and your, your shortcomings, then the people listening to you can, will honor and respect your integrity. So Absolutely. I'm going to go there. Resentment. When I was younger, I thought that I should have a certain level of success because I thought I was maybe better than someone else or as good as someone else. Um, 
a wonderful preacher uh, in my life came along and said to me, be grateful, be happy for them. God knows your address. What's coming to you, no one can stop, except maybe you, by not behaving appro appropriately. So resentments, I kind of get over. Actually, I might be more resentment on a personal notice. I've got uh, something in my life right now. There are some people that uh, it seems to be trying to hurt me. As a matter of fact, one person said out loud, uh, I'm going to try to squeeze him out, meaning cause me to lose some work. And what I had to do the other night when I thought about that, I was extremely angry with that person. And then I was reminded, no weapon formed against me will prosper. So my, champion, my champion is the Lord. And as long as I am working for and with him, what needs to happen will. You know what makes me smile? They can't touch our show. They don't oh, that's untouchable. Absolutely. They, they don't bother us here. And, and, and I, I never feel will. very safe in here. I feel we're under the umbrella of the Almighty, and I'm so grateful for that. Now let me tell you, resentment and an anger that came on me once. I was, uh, in, I was in a Rat Pack show, and I was Dean Martin. Okay. And I had done some naughty things, n nothing really, really terrible, but playfully naughty, but nothing that demanded me being replaced. When the show was reviewed... Uh, the review came down on some of the characters pretty hard, but they said, at least Pete Wilcox sounds like Dean Martin. That was the only good thing they could say about the show, but wow. it does say at least I was doing something. I was bringing something to it. Well, the producer, for one reason or another, resented me. And uh, he asked me, he said, uh, I, I need you to rehearse with me tomorrow afternoon. I said, I can't. Because I was also doing a show in the afternoon on my own. I said, I can't. Got the other show. I said, and then I got a commercial. Actually, I'm up for so I can't do it. He said, okay. So that night after the show at 1030, we're all done. I'm getting my clothes. I'm, I'm about to leave the building. The comic comes in. The guy doing um, Joey, Lewis, Joey Bishop. Yeah, hey, sure. we're all meeting downstairs. We're going to go through the whole show. We're going to break in Sammy. I said, oh, my God. I said, I can't. I've, I've been working all day, and I actually have, I'm supposed to meet some friends tonight. I can't do it. And the producer walks in and says, that's okay. You can go home. So I left, and I called back and got the comic. His right. name is Tom. And I said, Tom, I'm so sorry. I hope I wasn't rude, but I explained to uh, the producer yesterday I wasn't going to be able to do it. And he says, well, he says, you weren't rude, Pete, but he said, I'm sorry about what happened. I said, what do you mean? What happened? He said, well, when right. you left, he says, you can, you can go home and stay home. He fired you, Pete, for not, oh. for, not do, for not doing an unannounced rehearsal at 1030 at night. And oh, my God. I, I know. And so I had to come back the next day and get my things and take them out. I was let out to my car by security on the property and told if I came back in a month, I'd be trespassing. The producer didn't show up at all. And, and the line producer was there weeping as my stuff went in the car and i said it'll all be okay but god bless you for your your, your sentiment here yeah but angelo i went into a very hard resenting place almost seeking revenge i mean sure. i may god forgive me and he already has i contemplated killing this man and uh it, it, it's funny how it manifested itself 
I was, uh, it was winter and I was outside a friend's house in a driveway. And I said, I'm going to go home and have some pea soup with my mom. And I thought I couldn't do that if I was in jail. Yeah. And then I said, you know, this isn't right. I can't do this. And I was telling a friend about this and we were driving to a, a pancake house. We stopped at the pancake house and there was a friend of mine who is, uh, let's call him an enforcer. Yeah. He says to me, Hey Pete, how you doing, man? You still over there at, the, uh, what was it? The, the, uh, the Greek Isles doing a rat pack. I said, no, I'm not. I'm not there anymore. Frankie, uh, Something went down. Well, what do you mean something went down? Well, I got fired um, for a, an issue. You, you want me to take care of this? <laughs> I said, no, no. I said, no, no, Frankie, God bless you. He says, well, how about if I just get a bat and get his attention? I said, Frankie, God love you. You're, you're a very, man, uh, you're a kind man to try to, to rectify this, but God is my source, not man. I'll be okay. And then when I went to eat, I turned to my friend and said, is that amazing? I, we were having a conversation in the car about how angry yeah. I was. And I was somehow, with the blessing of the Holy Spirit, allowed and encouraged to let it go. And I did. And uh, sure. to this day, I'm not happy about it. And yet, I'm going to say this to you. Here it is. It's raining outside. It's a Wednesday night. And I'm sharing the word of God with my friend Angelo in front of the world. What? And you know what? And that's the blessing. What could be better, Angelo? Other that's than the, the blessing. Pressure? Yeah. So we did the right thing, and I'm so grateful. Absolutely. Yeah. Think about that moment. Think about that moment. Your life changed in that moment. Because you had a choice. You could have went and said, hey, Frankie, go ahead. But restraint said, you know what, Frankie? Nah, let God take care of it. This is all good. Well, you're Your right. Life changed uh, in that moment because it could have it could have gone south real quick. Yes, it could have so, been. It could have been very unpleasant, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't. Yeah, I'm glad that it didn't. So, what was what was the lesson gleaned from that for? Uh, for times past and for times future, what can people glean from that? Well, we all need to remember that your source is God Almighty, not the people around you. There, are, Listen, the COVID thing just hit the world. So many of you out there have lost jobs. You've lost income. We were, we were blessed a bit to have some help from the government, but... Uh, I'm sure it didn't help everybody. Businesses were lost. Family businesses went down. But just know somehow you're going to get through it. First of all, you're getting through it right now. Exactly. But get better. Apply yourself. Call upon the Lord. Ask him for his help and his salvation. And just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I know that you will help me get through this. You promised you would never leave me or forsake me. I hold you to your promise. I don't have to, but I do. I hold you to your promise. I'm just yeah. letting you know, Lord, I know you said that. It also says study to show yourself approved. Those promises are in here for us to learn and to give us confidence. And you can have faith. Why can you have faith in God? Because he promised to bring the sun up every morning. 
He does it. He promised to make it rain. He, it does. He said he would do things. He's done them. So you can have faith in that. So some of the promises that are unseen and unfelt at the moment will still come through. We just have to yeah. reach for that faith and, and ask for that. And it's funny, as you're saying that, I'm reminded that it's so easy to say no when circumstances arise, but it takes a lot of strength to say yes, particularly when the spirit of Jesus Christ is involved. People, It's almost like people are afraid to say yes to God. Do you ever notice that? Because they think they're going to pay some uh, almighty price for it. I'm saying, maybe, maybe if he asks them to do something, they don't want to. <laughs> <It> well, <laughs> well, you know what? That's happened a time or two, Pete. <laughs> you think? <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it has. It, when it's you want to do something it, carnal, when you want to do, and by carnal we mean something that is, is almost animalistic, that you sure. know in your heart when you sit back and look at it, you know, 10 minutes later, that wasn't godly. If it's not godly, then it's ungodly. If it's ungodly, it's probably carnal. It has to do with this planet yeah. and the and the beast that runs this planet. Exactly. You you've got to you've got to learn to know, oh, I know where that's coming from. I remember once I had a, a, a beautiful stepson and uh, he played with some matches behind the couch one day and there was a little burn. We were able to get the burn out and uh, the mom didn't quite know what to do with him. And to tell you the truth, I didn't either. The first time I've had a, uh, you know, a fire bug I had to deal with. Yeah. And I, said to, and I said to him, Corey, listen to me. You knew in your heart when you were playing with the matches that you shouldn't. Yeah. You always seem to get a little buzz. Ooh, I shouldn't be doing this. That's when you want to catch it and stop whatever it is. Sometimes there are going to be things you do, you won't know till later, and that's extremely forgivable. But yeah. if it comes on you to do something, it could be take something that's not yours. Say something that you know will hurt. I've been in a, a, a verbal um, clash with someone, and they said something to me, and I knew if I said this, I'd end the clash, but I'd bury them, but I also couldn't take it back. And thank yeah. God something said, don't say it. Well, so, let's talk about that for a half a second. Let's talk about that. What about living with regret? How do you deal with regret and is regret forgivable in your opinion? Well, regret, let's assume that you've done something that you regret. I wish I hadn't done that. Uh, it seems to me there's several ways to approach it. Uh, one way would be if another person is involved, uh, contact them, let them know this happened, and I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, either what I did or or my mistake or how I may have misled you. Please forgive me. Or something you did that didn't involve the person, but maybe a condition, something you did, and you regret that you did that. Um, that's part of what Jesus took for us on the cross. I was hoping you go there. Good. Yes. Go ahead. Continue. Go ahead. I'm going to say though, that's part of when you say Heavenly Father. It's hard not to pray to Jesus sometimes. I don't think he minds us conversing with him, but he always said, don't come to me, go to the Father. But I think that's if you want something. 
if I go to Jesus, I usually go in appreciation. Sometimes I deal with that crucifixion and, and the picture and the image and the, the internal uh, pain that I get with it. And I think of him, my God, what he, what he did for us, what he gave, and say he did that so that we would be forgiven of our sins. And if you have a regret, sure. it's probably something you did, you regret that you did it because it was against the advice of our father. It was something you shouldn't have done. I'm sorry I did that. If I'm going to say truly, if you are born again, and we certainly invite that, we'll do that one day too. Oh, but yeah. That's already forgiven. Absolutely. That's forgiving. Everything that was done I was hoping you'd go there. I'm glad you did. I'm really uh, glad you went there. Everything really that we did yesterday is forgiven. The one Absolutely. I forgive you for everything you've done and will do. I'm asking one thing. I'm asking you to put repentance into your heart and life. What yeah. does repent mean? Repent doesn't mean sit on the floor and beat yourself and tell yourself you're a no good scumbag sinner. No. Repenting means I'm so sorry I did this. Please forgive yeah. me. I will try not to do this. I will try to change my life sure. and the way I'm living so that I can come closer to what you're asking of me. That's, and that's, I'll tell you what, I, I think, and this is this is only my my viewpoint. People can disagree if they want. I believe regret is one of the greatest weapons the devil has against us. Yes, I agree with you. He keeps and, rubbing and it. He's rubbing it in. Exactly. Because he's Jesus, it in making you feel unworthy. Exactly. Because Jesus already took care of it. God says, don't worry about it. I got your back. But the devil says, well, you remember, though, you remember what you did. Yeah. And I'm going to and I'm going to remember and I'm not going to let you forget. I'll remind you that regularly. Like you said, kind of rubbing your nose in it. Yes. See, and people need to get over that. They need to remember whenever you got that feeling, that thought of regret, that's not coming from spirit. That's coming oh, from the devil. It's coming from a spirit, but the wrong one. Well, the wrong kind it's of spirit. Satan. Satan. He's trying to hurt you. But yeah, oh. anything that you've done that you regret has already been forgiven. Every moment you spend in regret and reminiscing or even thinking vengefully, those are wasted moments. Those are moments you could be trying to do something good or yeah. watching TV, have a lemonade, but don't spend your time with that. That's the devil robbing your yeah. life, making you feel unworthy. And yeah. you could be no more worthy. Jesus already gave you everything you ever need to be worthy. Yeah. Everything you, oh my goodness. And, it, and, and you know, and everybody always likes it. Not from good works, nothing that you will do. I, I understand that. Uh, if you're going to do anything to to say thank you, it's to offer repentance, to welcome him into your say, just Jesus, please be in my heart, be in my life. Let me hear your words. Let me be. Let me be next to you. If I can't be one of the twelve, let me be one of the ten million that's following the twelve. Exactly. You know, let me be in your gang, please. You know, um, I'm glad you said that. Uh, we're going to have a guy on the show probably in two weeks named Kevin Schopel. And he's going to talk to us about the abundant spiritual gifts that God gives us. And my dog is barking. <laughs> and uh, 
So he's going to come on the show and he's going to talk about how to know your gift, how to recognize it, and what to do with your spiritual gift. We all have gifts. There's Pete Wilcox has a gift. His gift is to minister in song to people. And you've been doing that your whole life and probably never knew it. And, and you know, there are some people who have the gift of you know, vocal ministry. And some people have the gift of the healing hand. Some people have the gift of foresight. We're going to talk about all these gifts. And uh, Kevin Schopel is a, a an accredited Bible scholar who knows the word of God. And I think, Pete, you and he will have a really interesting dialogue. I'm, I and, was, uh, I can't wait to meet him. Yeah, it'll be delightful. Yeah, and he's a, he's a real great guy. I think you're going to like him a lot. And I'll tell you who liked him a lot was our friend Shirley. Oh, Shirley liked him a lot. Um, you know, and I wanted to tell people, uh, you know, Shirley was Jewish. Shirley was a Jewish woman, but she loved Jesus. But he was a Jew. Yeah. But it's interesting. He was absolutely. But so many of the Jewish people, you know, they just put they put their thumb on him. They, they kept him down. They, yeah, you know, they not it. recognizing they that he was the Messiah. Yeah, they want, we're going to have they that discussion. The warrior, too. They wanted a warrior king. They wanted to be free from Rome. They wanted the glory of Israel. Sure. And Jesus Absolutely. was trying to give them the glory of God in heaven. Yeah. They they did miss it, but they can get it back. It's funny. Somebody once said, everybody who's born again is Jewish, which is kind of cute. You know, say, yeah, okay. Well, really, if I, you think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what I am. I'm with him. That's all I know. Exactly. I'm with that guy. I'm with that and, guy. That's, that's funny because, I mean, if you think about it, if you believe the story of creation, guess yeah. what, brother? We're all Jewish. Yeah, well, right. Well, I mean, it's funny. It's like it, it came out. I, I need to do a little bit more uh, history research. But it came out of Abraham and, and the tribes and and Absolutely. these people are the, sure the people of Judah. And. Oh, Pete froze again. Oh, Pete. Oh, Pete. You froze up, brother. Please unfreeze. <laughs> oh, man. Pete froze up, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, just bear with me a second while I try to get him. It doesn't matter. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My thing here says connection lost. No, Am no, I no, back? Pete. Pete, no. Pete, you're fine. You're okay. fine. I got to get scared. My screen was talking yeah, I, to me. Trust me, I just got you back. <laughs> okay, good. But, when, you know, like um, a lot of Jewish people, you know, they're, Jew they're Jewish by heritage and custom, and they don't really uh, have a handle on what Judaism is. And that, that doesn't make any bad. I mean, sometimes you get people get, you know, well, I'm this, and I know this doctrine, and I'm, oh, my God, none of that matters. None of that matters. It's, None uh, of it does. No, do you have a sense who God is? Look around you. Do you have a sense of that? Okay. Now, he knew that we were messing up so badly that we needed to hear from him. So yeah. he sent Jesus. Now, there it is. There's your connection. Through that door to him. You can be whatever you want to call that. Just yeah. get on board. Follow Absolutely. him. Listen to what he said. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'll yes. tell you what, we're going to we're going to answer that question one day or or certainly want to try to. 
the question of who is God. We're going to we're going to have that debate or not even a debate. We're going to have that discussion one day. Who is God? And I invite people to uh, to join in that discussion. Um, we will have the we do have now the capability to go live. Pete and I have chosen for various reasons not to go live just yet, but we will. That's coming. Um, we wanted to, you know, work out the bugs first. And because there are when you whenever you're dealing with technology, Pete, there's bugs to work out. You know, we've seen right. it before. Sure. So uh, listen, we're going to we're heading up on the end of the show. So give everybody your your final uh, your word of the night and uh, we'll say goodbye to everybody. Well, um, looking back on this time that we've spent together, the one thing that did come out was um, that God is our source. And don't be troubled by the things around you that Absolutely. looks like, well, I, but I got to pay rent. I need food. I know. I don't mm-hmm. have an answer for you other than to pray and believe and reach out. And it will be answered. It will Brother, be I will tell you something. I'm going to stop you right there. I got to tell you something. You are talking to the, the head of a household here who has more than sufficient proof that God answers prayers in that regard. My wife and I have been in a couple of times in a pinch where we wondered where it was going to come from. And the day that we needed it, it was there. Good. I'm so glad. And you just don't ask. You just say thank you. Don't ask where it comes from. Just say thank you for giving it. You understand? Yes, and and hold hold fast. You will see things that will break your heart. You will see things that make you ask why. Yeah. Know in your heart there is an answer. We may not get it here. That's the biggest challenge, I think, of all. Absolutely. And I, I don't know what to say other than have faith and believe and remember what Jesus went through for you to say, I will take all of this for you. And then came back from the grave, came back yeah. to say, you see, I told you I would. And so will you, no matter what happens. Yeah. No matter what happens, you're covered. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's as simple as, hey, don't worry about it. I got your back. I will it's never really leave, that simple. I got I your back. I will leave you or forsake you. Absolutely. He will never leave or forsake, but we must leave now because we are up against that clock. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Psychic Medium Angelo along with Pete Wilcox, and we will always have coffee with the king. Take care and good night, everyone. Good night. Bye-bye.